previously on The One Man Show. I decided I have to do the big one. Look how big the last two challenges were. A 38-minute push-up challenge, a 39-mile triathlon challenge. What's left? There's only one thing in my mind, my crazy twisted mind that made sense. And that was a 40-mile ultra marathon. This is 42. Just the other day, I celebrated my birthday and I turned the big 4-2. And just wanted to just kind of um, reflect back a little bit on what I've learned because I've learned a lot. In fact, every day I, I kind of analyze my life and I kind of see, okay, how I was before, how I changed. Uh, just, I mean you gotta look back that's the only way you can change that's the only way you can get better is to look back and just just kind of recognize how you were whether that be good or bad because it could go both ways we do change over time as we age either for the better or for the worse hopefully for the better but in this episode i just wanted to kind of talk about what i've learned so far and how i'm a different person than I was even two, three years ago, to be honest. Uh, I, I think the Damon of today at 42 is definitely more mature. Not perfect, because I still have a lot to learn. And I'll kind of go over that in this episode, things that I've learned, things I still have to improve on. But I think just now, if I could look at my life I'm a lot more laid back. I'm a lot, in a lot of ways, more confident in my skin. But I say in a lot of ways because, again, I'm not perfect. There's still things that I struggle with. But I am confident to the point where I guess the way I would explain it is I know what I want. Because when we think confidence, we think confident in your skin like in your body and how you feel, how you look. And I wouldn't say I'm completely there. I've accepted things, but there's also another side of being confident. And confidence is not only looks, but also in, I guess, just the things that you you know you'd like and the things you know you don't like. And that's where I think I'm most confident is... I know myself as a person. I I know I'm not one for drinking and for going out and going to parties and going to bars and getting drunk. That's just never been me and I'm pretty much okay with that already and I've I passed that. So I'm confident in that respect. But I think if I could go down a list of what's changed for me and things I've gotten better at, uh, number one on the list family time family time is huge for me i look forward to seeing my family i look forward to 
going out to dinner, whether it be a birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I look forward to spending time with them. I think that's top priority on my list, especially my mom. Now that my mom's getting older, she just turned 77 uh, last month. And I just realized how short life is. And I could go on uh, this list that we always repeat to ourselves and to everyone you know life is short tomorrow's never promised i could go down that list but i think you guys know by now that anything could happen and we just really got to be thankful for our loved ones thankful for those around us and that's my family in general and we've had our ups and downs over the years but now i think we've gotten to a good point where we have a little more patience, a little more empathy. And I think I'll talk about that afterwards. But ever since I lost my dad, and this was about 10 years ago, I've appreciated my mom even more. I've treated her more like a queen. And whenever she needs something, I'm there. Um, in her bad times, in her, uh, in the most frustrating times with her, I also have more patience because I understand what it's like to lose a parent and I know I need to be patient. I know I need to be more loving. And though I'm not perfect all the time, uh, I do treat my mom like a queen because I appreciate having at least one parent left. And I know some people don't have two. So I'm really thankful that I have at least one and I really cherish that every single day. Uh, the next thing on my list I would say is I don't hold grudges and I I'm at peace and I've uh, I guess I've forgiven and I've made peace with about 99% of people in my life you know me and my brothers we we had our share of feuds we had our share of grudges and there were times where we didn't talk for a few years. And I just think like all that time wasted. It was such a big waste of time. So when probably in the, fa- the, the past five to seven years, I would say when we do have disagreements or we're getting to that point, I just kind of stop and I just dial it back. And not everybody has the ability to do that. But for me, I can. I can step back and I can go off of past experience. I could be like, look, is this worth it? Is this worth another year or two years of not talking to each other? And the answer is always no. It's, it, it really isn't. Um, so when I feel like something's escalating, I stop myself ahead of time. And I try to tone down the situation. And I just, you know, I agree to disagree. So I don't, I don't like holding grudges anymore. Uh, time is limited. Anything could happen again. Life's, life's short. I'm getting older. I don't have time for another grudge. It just takes years and time off of your life, and I just don't have it. Uh, next thing on my list, empathy and patience. Um, I'm learning to get better at this every day, but I do have more empathy for people. I do have more patience. Uh, p- empathy... When I say empathy, I mean I give I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, and I try to think, look, maybe that person just had a bad day look i don't I don't know what kind of per- 
what kind of uh, day that person had. Uh, what if that person just meant well and they were just, you know, they sounded a little rough when they talked, but maybe they meant well. Like I, I go through all these scenarios and yes, I do try to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's where the empathy comes in. I try not to pass judgment so quick and just be like, that guy's a jerk. She's she's just, you know, uh, she's unreal and she's just such a, uh, what was it called? What did we call it back in pandemic days? Um, uh, a Karen. <laughs> I just don't do that because you never know what a person is going through. You never know what kind of day they had. So I just, I have more empathy. Uh, when it comes to patience, I take that empathy and I try to translate it into patience. And I just try to calm down. I try not to get mad at, at someone uh, fast. Uh, I'm not perfect, but I have more patience at an older age for people. Because again, we just never know what someone's going through. Who am I to judge? I don't know. So empathy and patience is something that I'm way better at at an older age uh next on my list letting go of things easier in the past year i've let go of uh a podcast i let go of an internship program that i that i was doing and created for the past 10 years uh also let go of my business my business is in its last month i've gotten better at letting go of things and not to say it's not easy and it's there's not attachment there and there are memories there. There is. But I just don't hold on to things as much as I did before. Things that don't serve me anymore. Things that I've outgrown. And, you know, the business, it was time. It was time to move on. It was time to do something different. Uh, the podcast, the old my old podcast, not this one. Uh, it was time to change the format. It just wasn't working. And before I would hang on to things for a long time and I would get really sentimental. And these days I just, I'm quick to let go and I do it easier. And um, I just don't think about it too much. I just kind of let go easier. So that's one thing I've learned with age. Uh, the two things that I am trying to work on in ending this podcast is number one, try not to worry about my competition. Ever since I started in business, heck, ever since I was in my early 20s, I was very competitive. I don't know if it was the athlete in me, but I was always worried about the competition and I always try to keep up with them and worrying about what they're doing. And as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm catching myself when I get into that state and I try to let go and I try to change that because it's not healthy. We should focus on what we're doing. We shouldn't focus on what the competition is doing. It's good to know what others are doing in your field, you know, wh whether it be programs or prices or, you know, like I'm in fitness. It's okay to know about it, but it, when it consumes you and it makes you feel icky, and I've had it make me feel icky, where I, I see someone thriving, I see another business, or I see, you know, um, clients flocking there or them... Uh, posting about their that business on ig instagram it makes me feel bad it makes me feel like if it makes me feel less than what i should and i've been working on improving that but man there's just a part of me that's so competitive that i want to i want to almost be the best and i want to take down whoever is in my field uh 
And I think that part of me will take some time to change and get better at. But um, not worrying about competition, yeah. I can tell you right now, if you struggle with this, learn to focus on yourself. Learn to stay in your lane. And just don't judge others and don't compare yourself. Comparing yourself to others is just toxic. It's not worth it. And that's something I'm working on. Uh, The last thing, and I kind of mentioned this earlier in a little bit, giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'll be honest with you guys, since you guys listen to my podcast, and I'm not really public with this, but I do struggle with my own demons. And when I say demons, I don't mean drugs, alcohol, anything like that. Uh, There's worse things that people struggle with. Demons as in things that bother me, things that it can consume me if I let it. And one of them is um, just giving, again, giving people the benefit of the doubt, having empathy. I just had a birthday earlier. And every birthday, I'm like, okay, who's going to say happy birthday? Who's going to text me? Who's going to call me? And I found myself being disappointed because the people that I expected that usually do text me or shoot me a text didn't. Or they took them all day or they left me like I'm a very personal personable person but you know my close friends I hold them on a pedestal I hold them a little bit higher so if they you know posted a Facebook comment I just expect I rather expect a text from them because they have my number or a phone call my my close friends I'll never leave a Facebook comment a happy birthday because that's just me I'd rather text them it's more personable that way And I think we've kind of lost that with time. That's how I feel about that. But I had to let go of these feelings. I really had to, I I struggle with it a little bit. I'm better now. But, you know, you just, sometimes you, you have expectations of people and you just think they should do this, they should do that. Look, no one's, uh, no one needs to do anything. They're not obligated to do anything. It's nice if you get a text. It's nice if you get a phone call. The fact that they even did it, the thought was there in whatever way they do it, whether it be a comment or a DM or whatnot. Um, it's a nice thing. And I'm very appreciative for those who did reach out to me, who did take the time. And it, it really touched me. And every birthday, I, I look at stuff like that. I take note. And I just, I'm very touched by those who do remember or those who make the effort. But I cannot, and I'm telling you guys this because I'm telling you not to either. We cannot pass judgment. We cannot say, oh, because this person didn't reach out. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe, look, maybe someone had an emergency and they just couldn't reach out to you that day or they had a family emergency or, you know, again, you got to go back to the empathy, the what ifs. What if this person had something really important going on that day and it just slipped their mind that was your birthday? And that's... Every time I find myself getting sensitive, I always go back to that. And I always say, what if? What if so-and-so just had something else going on? That's all. Doesn't mean they don't care about you. Just means that something else is going on. So giving people the benefit of the doubt is something I still struggle with a little bit, but I'm learning to get better at. And that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, This is 42. This is me at 42. This is how I think. This is how I feel. And I think I've gotten way better over the years. I think I've matured, but there's always still room for improvement. But I'm learning every day. I'm getting better. 
And, um, you know, all you can do is learn from it and get better. And each day that goes by, you just try to improve on something. But the only way you can improve is to recognize that you're doing something or recognize that you are a certain way. You have to. That's the only way you can make change. To think that you're so perfect that you have nothing to change, that is toxic because everyone can change and get better. But this is 42. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.